And good afternoon. You're listening to Ken Hudnall. This is the Ken Hudnall Show. Coming to you from our studios right here in exciting El Paso, Texas. Gateway to the Old West and the most haunted city in the country. Well, today is October the 9th, 282nd day of the year. 83 days remain till the year's over with. Holidays and observances. Indigenous Peoples Day. We can't have Columbus Day anymore. Oh, no. Indigenous Peoples Day. National C60 Day. It's a uh, scientist, nutritionist, and doctors and the alternative health community like the uh, antioxidant properties of carbon-60. World Post Day. And the uh, unpopular Columbus Day. Curious Events Day, Health and Sports Day in Japan, Independence of a Guayaquil, International Beer and Pizza Day, International Day of Respect for Culture and Diversity. We don't get respected, but we're supposed to respect everybody else. Lao, a boat racing festival. Now, Vincien Laos, uh, Leif Erikson Day, Lotu Atamati. Holiday at the Samoan Island. There's a holiday. Um, it acknowledges, celebrates, and honors childhood. National Digital Day. National Heritage Day in Turks and Caicos. National Heroes Day in the Bahamas. National Kick Butt Day. Uh, National Moldy Cheese Day. National Native American Day. I think I've already did that one, didn't I? Oh, indigenous people, yeah. Uh, National Online Bank Day. National Pro-Life Cupcake Day. St. Bartholomew Abolition Day. Uh, South Korea Hangul Day celebrates the uh, alphabet in their language. And Uganda Independence Day. All righty. Seven sixty-eight. Carloman the first and Charlemagne are crowned kings of the Franks. Twelve thirty-eight. James the first of Aragon founds the kingdom of Valencia. Fourteen ten. The first known mention of the Prague astronomical clock is found. Fourteen forty-six. The Hangul alphabets published in Korea. On this date in 1594, troops of the Portuguese Empire defeated on Sri Lanka, bringing an end to the campaign of Dantura. 1604, Kepler supernova is the most recent supernova to be observed within the Milky Way. That was 1604 on October the 9th. 1635, Roger Williams is banished from Massachusetts Bay Colony after religious and policy disagreements. Believe as we tell you to believe or leave. Yes, that is the type of government that we currently have, and we don't need it. 1701, Collegiate School of Connecticut, later renamed Yale University, is chartered in Old Saybrook. 1708, Peter the Great defeats the Swedes at the Battle of Vesnaya. 1740, Dutch colonists and Javanese natives began to massacre the ethnic Chinese population at Batavia eventually killing about 10,000. 
1760, seven years' war, Russian-Austrian troops briefly occupied Berlin. 1790, a severe earthquake in northern Algeria causes severe damage and a tsunami in the Mediterranean Sea and kills 3,000. 1799, HMS Lutine sinks with the loss of 240 men and a cargo worth 1.2 million pounds. 1804, Hobart, capital of Tasmania, is founded. 1806, Prussia begins the war of the Fourth Coalition against France. 1812, War of 1812, an naval engagement on Lake Erie. American forces captured two British ships, HMS Detroit and HMS Caledonia. 1820, Guayaquil declares independence from Spain. It's the largest city in Ecuador. Officially, it's known as Santiago de Guayaquil. Also, the nation's economic capital and main port. Uh, it's the capital of Guayas province and the seat of Guayaquil Canton. Located on the west bank of the Guayas River and flows into the Pacific at the Gulf of Guayaquil. So it's um, kind of center of things there. 1825, Restoration arrives in New York Harbor from Norway. First organized immigration from Norway to the U.S. 1831, Ionis Capodistrias, the first head of state of independent Greece, is assassinated. 1834, opening of the Dublin and Kingstown Railway, first public railway on the island of, of uh, Ireland. 1847, slavery is abolished in the Swedish colony of St. Bartholomew. 1861, American Civil War, Union troops repel a Confederate attempt to capture Fort Pickens in the Battle of Santa Rosa Island. 1864, American Civil War, Union Cavalry defeat Confederate forces at Tom Brooks in Virginia. Tom's Brook, yeah, in Virginia. 1873, meeting at the U.S. Naval Academy establishes U.S. Naval Institute. 1874, the Universal Postal Union is created at the, by the Treaty of Bern. 1900, Cook Islands becomes a territory of the U.K., 1911, an accidental bomb explosion triggers the Wu-Chang uprising against the Qing Dynasty beginning the Xinhai Revolution. Uh, 1913, steamship SS Volturno catches fire in mid-Atlantic. 1914, World War I, the Siege of Antwerp comes to an end. 1918, the Finnish Parliament offers to Prince Frederick Charles of Hesse the throne of a Short-lived Kingdom of Finland. No job security, don't you know? 1919, Cincinnati Reds won the World Series, resulting in the Black Sox scandal. That was um, a gambling-related scandal, as I understand. 1934, Eustace assassin kills King Alexander I of Yugoslavia and Louis Bertal, foreign minister of France in Marseille. 1934, Eustace was a Croatian fascist and uh, ultranationalist organization active uh, between 1929 and 1945, formerly known as the Eustace Croatian Revolutionary Movement. Its members assisted in assassinating the King Alexander I of Yugoslavia in 34 and went on to perpetuate the Holocaust in the independent state of Croatia, kill hundreds of thousands of Serbs and Jews and Roma.
That's gypsies as well as Croatian political dissidents during World War II. They just kind of went on a wild tear. Nineteen thirty-six, Boulder Dam, later called Hoover Dam, begins to generate electricity and transmit it to Los Angeles. Nineteen thirty-seven, murder of nine Catholic priests in Xinjiang, China, who protected the local population for the advancing Japanese army, took place on this date. Nineteen forty-one, a coup in Panama declares Ricardo Adolfo de la Guardia Rango the new president. 1942, Australia statute of uh, Westminster Adoption Act of 1942 gets royal assent. 1950, the Goyang Guamjiang Cave Massacre in Korea begins. It was a massacre of over 153 unarmed civilians conducted between October 9th, 1950 and October 31st, 1950, by police in Goyang-Gyeonggi-do district of South Korea. After the victory of the Second Battle of Seoul, uh, South Korean authorities arrested and executed a number of individuals on with their families on suspicion of sympathizing with North Korea. The killings in Goyang coincided with the uh, Namyangju massacre in nearby uh, Namyangju. The um, 1995, the bodies of the 153 victims were excavated uh, by their families. In June of 2006, the Truth and Reconciliation Commission demanded that the South Korean government apologize and put up a monument to the victims. The government didn't show any intention of following through on the recommendation. 2007, the Truth and Reconciliation Commission again demanded the government apologize, provide compensation this time, and erect a memorial. But they still refused. Uh, one thing it did do, the Truth and Reconciliation Commission declared most of the victims, including eight teenagers and seven women, had absolutely no relation to rebels. On uh, November 28, 2011, the Seoul Central Court ordered the South Korean government to apologize, pay reparations, and fund a memorial to the victims' families. No idea how that has come out as of yet. 1962, Uganda becomes an independent Commonwealth realm. 1963, in Italy, a large landslide causes a giant wave to overtop the Vahont Dam, killing 2,000. 1966, Vietnam War, the Korea Army commits the Bentai Massacre. It was a massacre allegedly perpetuated by the South Korean forces October 9, 1966. Between 29 and 168 citizens in Bintai village of Binh province in South Vietnam were uh, killed. The uh, newspaper, South Korean newspaper, Hank Yore, investigating war crimes in Vietnam, and the massacre first came to light from testimony by an officer who had overseen the killing. He was a former commander of the 7th Company, 2nd Marine Division. Um, he was a colonel when he uh, literally turned state's evidence. 1967, the day after his capture, Ernesto Che Guevara is executed for attempting to incite a revolution in Bolivia. 
Now, there's a number of stories about how Che Guevara died. Supposedly, he was um, captured. There was another story. He was killed by a sniper from uh, Bolivian forces. But the story I was told when I was in South America was he was killed by a special forces sniper. While trying to lead... Uh, some would-be rebels. So, which truth is the truth? We don't know. 1969. In Chicago, the National Guard is called in as demonstrators to continue over the trial of the Chicago 8. Um, it became the Chicago 7. Originally, they were the Chicago 8 also known as Conspiracy 8 or Conspiracy 7. There were seven defendants, Renee Davis, David Dillinger, John Freonis, Tom Hayden, Abby Hoffman, Jerry Rubin, and Lee Weiner, charged by the U.S. Department of Justice with conspiracy, crossing state lines with the intent to incite a riot, and other charges are related to anti-Vietnam War and 1960s counterculture protests in Chicago during the 68 Democratic National Convention. The case against co-defendant Bobby Seale was declared a mistrial, and that's why it went from Chicago 8 to the Chicago 7. Now, nineteen seventy, the Khmer Republic is proclaimed in Cambodia. Nineteen eighty, Pope John Paul II greets the Dalai Lama during a private audience in Vatican City. Nineteen eighty one. President Francois Mitterrand abolishes capital punishment in France. Come on down. You do something wrong, we'll put you up in a nice place and we'll feed you. And you'll have a wonderful life. 1983, South Korean President Chun Doo-hwan survives an assassination attempt in Rangoon, Burma. That's present-day Yangon, Myanmar. But the blast kills 21 and injures 17 others. 1984, the popular children's TV show Thomas the Tank Engine and Friends, based on the railway series by the Reverend Wilbert Audrey, premieres on TV. 1986, The Phantom of the Opera, eventually the second longest-running musical in London, opens at Her Majesty's Theatre. 1986 also saw the Fox Broadcasting Company launches as the fourth U.S. television network. When they were building their way up, they were hard-hitting. They got the news out. Now they play the game. 1992, the Peekskill meteorite, 27.7 pound meteorite, crashed into a parked car in Peekskill, New York. 1995, the Amtrak Sunset Limited train is derailed by saboteurs near Palo Verde, Arizona. 2006, North Korea conducts its first nuclear test. 2007, Dow Jones Industrial Average reached its all-time high of 14,164 points before declining due to the 2007-2008 financial crisis. 2009, the first lunar impact of NASA's Lunar Precursor Robotic Program took place on this date. 2012, Pakistani Taliban attempt to assassinate outspoken schoolgirl Malala Yousafzai. 2016, the 
Arakan Rohingya Salvation Army launches its first attack on the Myanmar security forces along the Bangladesh-Myanmar border. And in 2019, Turkey begins its military offensive in northeastern Syria. Well, we have um, been a lot of things going on over the weekend. The uh, one thing, I, while I make it a point to steer clear of uh, politics... Hamas just attacked Israel with a massive rocket attack. An Iranian-backed Hamas terrorist. And remember, we gave Iran billions of dollars. And they promised to be good. Um, But they just attacked southern Israel on Saturday. Uh, A rocket barrage came from the Gaza Strip killed at least a hundred in an attack the Islamist movement Hamas has taken responsibility for. Uh, a senior Hamas military commander, Mohammed Deif, announced the start of the operation which he called on Palestinians everywhere to attack the Israelis. Saying in a broadcast on Hamas media, the group launched 5,000 rockets and called the attack the day of the greatest battle to end the last occupation on earth. Well, if the Israeli army does what I suspect the Israeli army is going to do. They're sure they're going to be calling for the UN to, um, Hamas says, to um, bring peace because they're just misunderstood. Last reports, according to a Fox News correspondent, is 40 Israelis dead, 700 wounded, um, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu declared war on the military group Hamas. And that's not a good thing to have happen. Uh, Hospitals have treated at least 985 wounded people. Local Israeli media reported 100 dead. Gaza health officials say 198 Palestinians have died in Israeli airstrikes made in response to the Hamas attack. Um... I think we're going to see the end of Hamas as an organized um, entity. And if somebody doesn't restrain them, the Israelis may go after Iran because they're urging Hamas on and they've took some of that money that our government gave them and given it to Hamas along with weapons and everything else they need. And what does our government say? Oh, you naughty people. Well, you have to wonder. Does anybody in Washington have a clue? Well, I've read a lot of material, getting back to our topic of um, last week of mysterious disappearances. There's been a lot of mysterious disappearances out of national parks. You know, sometimes a nice walk in the park isn't exactly a nice walk in the park. Um, In fact, quite often there can be 
creepy but fascinating cases of people going missing inside U.S. national parks and forests. Talking about Yosemite National Park, Grand Canyon National Park, Great Smoky Mountains, and a lot of others. Let's start out with Michael Fishery. Yosemite National Park. Well, it's said some people are born for the outdoors. Michael Fishery was one of them. He pushed aside a conventional lifestyle to live one of adventure and exploration. In 2005, he decided to take a solo hike through Yosemite National Park. I'm not talking about the touristy areas, but the parts reserved for the hardcore adventurers. He was very independent and liked to live off the grid. So it wasn't until his wilderness permit expired that folks realized something was wrong. Massive search was instigated. Even involved the Marines. They found his backpack, which spelled very bad news and concerned his family and friends. But no other trace of him has ever been found. And the search still goes on periodically. It's been 18 years. About Ruth Ann Rupert, also in Yosemite. Now, Yosemite is an enormous park. So it's home to countless disappearances. And finding missing people there is like finding a needle in a haystack. Well, Ruth Ann Rupert planned to hike from Yosemite Falls to an unincorporated community called Foresta, which is about a six-hour walk southwest. She never made it. It's believed that her limited eyesight played a role in her disappearance. One of her eyes was a prosthetic. In other words, it was a fake eye. The other had been treated for an infection the same day she embarked on her 15-mile hike. Well, eight years after she disappeared, her backpack was found. Near Fireplace Creek was about halfway between Yosemite Falls and Farista. Not a single other sign of her was ever found. Well, from Yosemite, let's go to Grand Canyon National Park. Morganheimer. At the time of his disappearance, Morgan Heimer was working for a rafting company called Tour West, which provided guided tours through Grand Canyon. On day six of an eight-day trip, he vanished in the Pumpkin Springs area of the park. The lead guide was speaking to Heimer when he was distracted by one of the people on the tour. When he went to speak to Heimer again, young man was gone. Well, the guy didn't think much of that at first, but he believed Heimer had simply wandered off, but when three hours passed without a word, he was officially declared missing, and an extensive search lasting six days was carried out, but not a single sign of what happened to the young man was ever found. Well, how about Derek Luking, Great Smoky Mountains National Park? March 2012, a young orderly named Derek Luking visited the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, which spreads across part of Tennessee and North Carolina. There's under some bizarre circumstances, though. When Luking failed to arrive at work, a mutual friend called his roommate, who in turn notified Luking's family. They looked through his computer and found searches for the National Park. He was spotted on a surveillance uh, camera at a motel near the park. His car was later found outside a trail 
containing roughly $1,000 survival equipment and his wallet. He also found uh, an ambiguous and unsettling note that said simply, don't try to follow me. Well, since that time, there hadn't been a single sign of him found. Paula Jean Weldon, Green Mountain National Park, or the National Forest, rather. Vermont State Police exists because of Paula Jean Weldon, 18-year-old college student who decided to walk the long trail in Vermont. Hitchhiked from school to the trail, and she failed to return for her studies. Her roommate notified the administrators. They in turn called the authorities, and a massive search for her was undertaken. It involved the National Guard, firefighters, and even students from the school, which had closed to help in the search. But despite the extensive search, nothing came of it, and the resulting investigation was finally uh, closed and criticized for being very shoddy. Seven months later, the Vermont State Police was created to prevent such a poorly run investigation from taking place in the future. But still, there's been no sign of Paula Jean Weldon. How about Alfred Bielhart's Rocky Mountain National Park? And unfortunately, this case proves it's not just adults that go missing in national parks. July 1938, Alfred Bielritz was vacationing with his family in Colorado's Rocky Mountain National Park. He was either three or four years old at the time he went missing. He was hiking with his family when he made his way to the back of the line. At some point, he went off the trail and vanished from his family's life forever. Well, when they realized he was gone, a wide search on both land and water was conducted, but nothing came of it. Some eyewitnesses reported seeing Bielritz with an unknown person sometime after his disappearance, and his father always believed his son had been kidnapped. But again, no sign of him was ever um, found. How about we go to Grand Canyon National Park and Glenn and Bessie Hyde. Young couple got married April 10, 1928. For their honeymoon, they wanted to traverse the Colorado River through the Grand Canyon and run its world-famous rapids. In the process, Bessie Hyde was to become the first woman to successfully run the Grand Canyon. Glenn built his own wooden boat, and the newly married couple set off. Last seen November 18th. Well, Glenn's father reported a missing sometime after that. December 19th, their empty boat was found floating in the water with all their supplies still on board. There been a number of theories put forth as to what may have happened to them, but it's more than likely they simply fell out of the boat while running the rapids and drowned. However, I find it difficult to believe that both of them drowned at the same time. Well, let's go to the Great Smoky Mountain National Park. Talk about Thelma Pauline Melton. 58 years old. Spending time in the Great Smoky Mountain National Park in the fall of 1981 with some friends. Well, they decided to go hiking on the Deep Creek Trail while Melton's husband stayed behind with the camper. While on the hike, Melton suddenly picked up her pace and walked ahead of her friends before disappearing beyond a hill. Well, they all believed she was racing back to the camper for some reason, but when they got there, Melton's husband reported she hadn't arrived. Well, just dematerialized. Well, let's talk about Floyd Roberts III in the Grand Canyon National Park. 52-year-old Floyd Roberts III. June 17, 
2016, Roberts was walking through the canyon with his friend and his friend's daughter. Sometime along the way, he decided to split from the group and take an alternate route up a hill. Now, why he wanted to do this has never been explained. When he failed to meet up with the others, he was declared missing. The resulting search found no conclusive evidence as to what may have happened, and he simply vanished into thin air. Where did he go? More curiously, why did he decide to split from the group? Well, there have never been answers to these questions. How about Dennis Martin in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park? The young man's name was Dennis Martin. He was six years old on a big camping trip involving multiple families. Well, to have some fun, the children planned to surprise the adults by popping out of some bushes, and Martin's father watched him run behind a nearby shrub. When he failed to return with the other children, was never seen again. Enormous search for the boys conducted with all over a thousand people combing 56 square miles of park. To this day, it's the largest search in the park's history. However, there was no sign of the boy ever found. Well, let's talk about what are considered six of the um, history's most mysterious disappearances. We've talked about Virginia Dare a couple of times. Benjamin Bathurst. Now that one, no matter how you look at it, it's absolutely bizarre. It was a dark night, November 1809. Young man traveling under the name of Baron de Koch stood on the deserted cobble streets of Petersburg, Germany, waiting to board his coach and leave for a trip. The man's secretary was standing nearby in the doorway of the inn where they were staying, paying the innkeeper. The man's valet was at the back of the coach. The young man walked around to the other side of the horses and vanished, never seen again. Well, the disappearing traveler was posing as a wealthy merchant was, in fact, Benjamin Bathurst, a distinguished British diplomat, 25 years old, on his way home to England from Vienna. His mission had been to attempt to persuade the Austrians to ally with Britain against Napoleon's France and the ongoing wars that were tearing up the continent. Well, the question became, was he carrying a secret? Witness at the inn in Pearlburg described Bathurst as having been very nervous and said to ask a local official in, Peter in Pearlburg for armed protection, which, of course, he didn't get. Simpson's initial search concluded he was dead, prompting denials from Napoleon's government that they didn't know anything about it. Though the usual theory is robbers murdered him, this has never been substantiated. 1852, a skull was discovered at a house that used to belong to a man who in November 1809 was a waiter at the White Swan where Bathurst was staying. The skull showed signs of violence, but the identity of the remains has never been conclusively determined. To this day, um, the fate of Benjamin Bathurst is still unknown. Louis Le Prince, September 1890. 49-year-old French inventor and artist Louis Le Prince was on the cusp of international stardom. He had a planned tour of the U.S. to showcase his pioneering new motion picture camera. 
September 16th, 1809, he boarded a train in Dijon bound for Paris and vanished. So you have to ask yourself, what happened to Le Prince? Well, the leading theory was he committed suicide. A drowned man resembling Le Prince was recovered from the Seine in 1990, although he was never formally identified as Le Prince. In fact, he'd have been a major rival to Thomas Edison has led many to cry foul play, including Le Prince's widow, who, although nothing has ever been established, other theories for his vanishing include intentional disappearance to escape debts or maybe start a new life with a new flame. Now one that I've always found a complete and total mystery is the Flannanile Lighthouse. December 26, 1900, I've talked about it a couple of times previously. Lighthouse tender vessel Hesperus approached the tiny isle of Eileen Moore on the Outer Hebrides to investigate a reported problem with the island's lighthouse. Approaching the island, the lighthouse sat unresponsive to the ship's calls and signals. There were three lighthouse keepers and a fourth relief keeper. And it was a relief keeper who went over in a boat to investigate. Well, there was no sign of the three lighthouse keepers in the lighthouse or anywhere on the island. And contrary to the legend that sprang up, the searchers did not find half-eaten meals on the table or a chair on the floor. Although one of the men may have left in a hurry as he didn't take his oil skins and the waves um, would have drenched anybody who was not suitably dressed. Well, from the very beginning, there was wild speculation about what might have happened. Some believe that the men suffering from cabin fever turned on one another and fought a fatal cliff-top brawl. Others said that a giant sea monster came out of the water and snatched the men from the cliff edge. An initial investigation concluded the men had been working on something near the cliff edge during a severe storm, and an extra-large sea had swept the unfortunate people out to sea. Um, I question that. Well, let's talk about Amelia Earhart. The 1920s, a flying feats in championing women's rights had made former medical student Amelia Earhart an international celebrity. May 21, 1937, 39-year-old Earhart and co-pilot Fred Noonan took off from California in a Lockheed Electra 10E to circumnavigate the globe. July 2, 1937, they left Leigh, New Guinea, now Papua New Guinea, for uh, Highland Island, 2,500 miles away. And that was the last anybody saw of them. Neither the pair nor their plane were ever seen again. Now, the usual theory is that Noonan and Earhart's plane ran into difficulties and they crashed into the Pacific Ocean. Well, initial search parties in 1937 had reason to believe Earhart may have ended up on Gardner Island, now Nukumaroro, Kiribati, Surgical investigations of the island, one as recently as 2019, have all been inconclusive. There's also a number of stories. She was actually a spy for the U.S. military and captured by the Japanese. Um, an Australian soldier claimed to have seen the wreckage of a plane similar to Earhart's on the island of New Britain in 1945. Searches in the 1990s failed to turn up the wreck, though. 
Another theory holds that she was in fact carrying out secret aerial reconnaissance for the government, which is what I just said. And it was suspected she was either imprisoned or executed by the Japanese. Witnesses were located who had seen Earhart on Saipan and Northern Mariana Islands in 1937. At a dinner in 1965, a retired pilot was introduced to banker and former flyer Irene Craigmill Borlarn. And claimed he immediately recognized her as Earhart, but was subsequently proven to be true, untrue. There's a number of stories that she changed her identity because she wasn't happy with her husband. Well, many experts and amateurs alike have over the years tried to solve this riddle, but Earhart and Nuna's disappearance remains unexplained to this day. Yeah. Let's see what else we got. Well, things are moving slow today, folks. Let's talk about the disappearance of Danielle Imbo and Richard Petroni Jr. The two were seen leaving the Abilene Bar on South Street and driving in Petroni's uh, Dodge Dakota heading back to Imbo's house. Where was this at? And then, though they were seen leaving, neither them or the truck were ever seen again. Rumor had it there was a drug debt that had something to do with it and a lone person of interest killed himself in prison. Now let's talk about the disappearance of Sheree Mahan. 1985, she got off the school bus and vanished. First child listed on the Have You Seen Me search cards, but has never been found and was declared legally dead in 1998. Um, fascinating thing about these type of disappearances. It could very easily have been a kidnapping. But then again, it could be something else. Then we got the disappearance of Amy Fitzpatrick, 15 years old. Her mother and stepfather moved to Spain from Ireland, but she wasn't happy and wanted to go home. New Year's Eve, 2008. Walking home from a friend's house in Spain and vanished. Her stepfather later went on to actually kill her brother, which made um, raised a lot of questions. We got the disappearance of Chiron Horman. Portland, Oregon. Been missing for nine years. Been very little in the way of leads. June 4, 2010, seven-year-old Chiron was taken to school by his stepmother, Terry. When he didn't come home from school later that day, Terry called the school. The secretary said he hadn't been in school and been marked absent. Well, at that point, the secretary realized he was actually missing, called 911. Large-scale search ensued, and rewards posted up to $50,000. A number of legal proceedings have taken place in the time since then, but uh, 
including one against Tyrone's mother against Terry. But there's been absolutely no sign of what may have happened to him. Then we got the Jameson family deaths. It's always been a fascinating case to a lot of people. Theories range from meth use to witchcraft, and the case is still unsolved. In October 2009, the Jameson family, Bobby, Sherilyn, and her daughter Madison, all vanished. Family's pickup truck had been found only a few miles, only a few days after the disappearance, and their dog was inside, barely alive, had been fed all that time. But the family's bodies were never found. Only ID cards, wallets, phones, a GPS system, and $32,000 stuffed in a bank bag under the driver's seat were found. Why would they walk off and leave $32,000? Then we got the disappearance of Susan Powell. There's a podcast titled Cole that goes into a lot of detail about her story, but uh, she goes missing. Husband acts like he didn't really care. Father-in-law admitted to being in love with her, although she wasn't in love with him. Police finally started gaining some evidence to prove the husband did it, and then he kills himself, and there are two boys a few days before a polygraph test. She's been missing for 10-plus years, and body's never been found. It's believed he dumped her in a Utah mine, but again, that's never been proven. How about the disappearance of Lars Mittank, German backpacker who went missing in Bulgaria? He'd been acting increasingly erratic in the days leading up to his disappearance. That's the one I talked about where he uh, was at the airport. Security cameras caught him uh, running from the airport, climbing a fence, and disappearing into the woods. Then we got the disappearance of Jennifer Keese, missing since 2006. Her car was discovered about a mile from her home. Surveillance video picture captured the face of the person who mysteriously parked her car at just the right moment, so it'd still be hidden. But the question becomes, how did someone else get her car? Then there's the disappearance of Asha Degree, went missing over 20 years ago. Nine years old at the time, Leslie left her family's home all alone in the very early hours of the morning with a backpack she'd packed herself the night before. It was raining heavily, and the driver saw her walking down the road and tried to talk to her, and they realized it was a little girl all alone. Well, they tried to help her, and she ran into the woods. Police found candy wrappers in a shed and found her backpack a year later, still packed, near a construction site, but no trace of the little girl. To this day, there's no clue as to what really happened to her. Police looked into whether or not she was being abused at home, but no evidence of that was ever found. Then we got the disappearance of Emanuela Orlandi. That's the one, uh, she was a citizen of the Vatican, close ties to the Pope. Vanished at the age of 15 after a music lesson. Case involves Avon, the man who tried to assassinate the Pope, and a number of sex scandal theories. Paris got a mysterious tip hinting that she may have been buried by the, the tombs of two German princesses inside Vatican City. But neither the little girl or the princesses were found when they dug up the graves. Eventually, the princess's bodies were found, but Manuela was still missing. There's a, another little girl about the same age named Marella Gregori who went missing about 40 days before that. 
Is there a uh, serial kidnapper loose in the Vatican? How about Andrew Irvin? British mountaineer who climbed Mount Elvis in 1924 with a fellow Brit named George Mallory, but they never made it back down. Mallory's body was found 70 years later, but Irvin's body's never been found. You gotta wonder, how could somebody vanish off the mountain? Well, how about the disappearance of Maura Murray? Got into a car crash and vanished off the face of the earth. A 21-year-old nursing student who got into a car accident in upstate New Hampshire. Prior to disappearing, she told professors she'd be taking a week off due to a death in the family. When the uh, authorities investigated, there was no death in the family, so where did she go? Then we got Brian Schaeffer. Last seen entering a bar. No security footage of him leaving when the night was over. He was a medical student in Ohio, last seen going up uh, an escalator to a popular campus bar, but uh, he never left. They've still not ruled out foul play. How about Amy Lynn Bradley? Went missing on her cruise ship in the 1990s. Multiple sightings of her years afterwards in different countries, but nobody ever helped her. Even a situation in 1999 where a U.S. Navy man visited a brothel overseas and had a woman approach him begging for help and telling him her name was Amy Bradley and she's being held hostage. Well, he didn't do anything about it because he was afraid of uh, folks to find out where he was at the time. Apparently he wasn't supposed to be there. But if she was being held hostage, certainly um, you have to wonder how all this came about. How about Heather Elvis? Cosmetology student. Mysteriously vanished after she arrived home from a date. Went missing in 2013 in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. This is a case that nobody ever talks about. The couple's recently charged with her kidnapping, but she's never been found. Did they kill her? Did they sell her off? Well, how about the disappearance of Emma Filipoff? A lot of drama and red flags surrounding her story. She vanished outside the Empress Hotel in Victoria, British Columbia after being seen talking to the police. There's an episode about her disappearance on the Fifth Estate YouTube channel. Um... They're still looking for her. They don't know why she disappeared. How about the McStay family murder? They all vanished without a trace. Well, eventually it was solved. Their extended family got closure. Joseph, his wife Summer, and their sons uh, Gianni and Joseph Jr. vanished from their home in Southern California in February 2010. Bodies were found three years later. In November 2013, over 100 miles north in Victorville, California. A year later, a man named Charles Chase Merritt, the father's business partner, was arrested, tried, and found guilty of murdering the family. Sentenced to death in January 2020, which means he'll live to a ripe old age. How about the disappearance of Brittany Drexel? 
She's 17 years old. From Chile, New York. Left a hotel in Murder Beach where she'd been staying with friends over spring break. Walked another hotel a short distance away and from there texted her boyfriend to say she's heading back to her motel. And that was the last time she was known to be alive. Police investigated her disappearance, but no developments were made public until 2016 when it was announced that a prison inmate had told him that she'd been abducted and killed. The man accused by the informant denied knowledge of the crime. The FBI, who have become little more than the Keystone Cops, in my opinion, considered the case a homicide. In May of 2022, police arrested Raymond Moody, a registered sex offender in the area, on charges of murder, kidnapping, and first-degree criminal sexual conduct. And in October of 2022, he pled guilty to all the charges. Her remains were recovered a week later in a wooded area in Georgetown, about 33 miles from where she originally went missing. It's, um... Now, another one that's fascinated a lot of people was the vanishing of, or the disappearance of Natalie Ann Holloway. Disappeared uh, May 30, 2005. Declared dead January 12, 2021. Uh, Excuse me, uh, 2012. 18-year-old American teenager whose mysterious disappearance made international news after she vanished May 30, 2005 in uh, Aruba. She lived in Mountain Brook, Alabama, graduated from Mountain Brook High School, May 24, 2005. This uh, trip was a graduation celebration. Her remains have never been found. She was scheduled to fly home from Caribbean Island, May 30, 2005, but failed to appear for the flight. Her classmates last saw her outside of Carlos and Charlie's, a restaurant and nightclub in Orangestad in a car with local residents, Oran van der Sluten, brothers Deepak and Sadish Klepo. When the three men were questioned, they said they dropped her off at her hotel, denied knowing what had become of her. Upon further investigation by authorities, van der Sloot was arrested twice on suspicion of involvement in her disappearance, and the Kalpus uh, were each arrested three times. However, due to lack of evidence, the three suspects were released each time without being charged with a crime. With the assistance of hundreds of volunteers, Aruban investigators conducted an extensive search. Even American special agents from the FBI, 50 Dutch soldiers, and three specially equipped Dutch Air Force F-16 aircraft participated in the search. In addition to a ground search, they searched the ocean. Her remains never been found. Well, December 18, 2012, Aruban prosecutors announced the case would be closed without charging anybody with a crime. The Aruban Prosecutor's Office reopened the case February 1, 2008 after they got video footage of Vander Sloot under the influence of marijuana, saying Holloway died on the morning of her disappearance and a friend had disposed of her body. He later denied what he said. Well, she was eventually legally declared dead January 12, 2012. It's um, a sad thing when you don't know what happened to your um, child. Well, we got time for one more.
How about a little bit more on Emma Filipoff? A red 1993 Mazda MPV was found in the Chateau Victoria parking lot with almost all her belongings in it, including her passport. Library card, digital camera, clothes, a pillow, assorted ornaments, a laptop, and recently borrowed library books. It's believed she used the vehicle as, a, as storage, and she actually spoke to the Chateau Victoria staff at 7 o'clock on the morning of disappearance. July 2018, a man reported in the early morning following her disappearance. He picked up a young woman in distress, matching her description in nearby Esquimalt. Well, initially, police said that she'd been seen with friends several blocks away on Burdett Avenue between Blanchard and Quadra Street. Investigators explored more than 200 leads and came up with nothing. Most evidence indicates she's planning to return home to Ottawa, but there's no proof she ever left Victoria. Her credit card is allegedly found on the side of the road near Juan de Fuca Community Center, north of where she disappeared. It's found by a stranger who, whose use of the card to purchase cigarettes was tracked by the police. Well, March of 2016, her mother and brother were charged with money laundering, drug and weapons offenses after... Um, OPP investigation, but the mother insisted the charges had nothing to do with the disappearance of Emma, saying one has nothing to do with the other. Um, there was extensive coverage of the disappearance. Canadian Broadcasting Corporation did a television program called Finding Emma. Well, unfortunately, no sign of a rather attractive young lady was ever found. On that note, we come to the end of the day's show. We'll be back tomorrow, and hopefully the news is better out of the Middle East. Right now, there's vicious fighting going on by all accounts, and we'll see. So until tomorrow at this time, this is Ken Hudnall for the Ken Hudnall Show saying have a truly Great evening. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.